This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly supported by McDelivery, bringing you the food you know you love. McDelivery brings a top-tier lineup of food right to your door. No matter the result, unlike the Owls, you'll always be winning with McDelivery. So there's only one thing left to say. What's everybody having? Order now on the McDonald's app and you can also get rewards points delivered too. So that ordering today means you'll get some tasty rewards later on. And between you and me, if you order just before kickoff, you can get it just in time for half time. But I've not told you that. Only via the app at participating restaurants, 18 plus rewards registration required. Points only on menu items, delivery free and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. See you later. Wednesday week is sponsored by Michael Constantine Wealth Management. We bet you can't find a financial advisor closer to Hillsborough Stadium. Hello, good evening and welcome to another episode of Wednesday Week. If you're listening to this on the way to the Portsmouth game, then uh, let's get you in the mood. Let's get you up for it. There's going to be 30,000 plus fans on the way to Hillsborough this weekend, coming from all different corners of the country. Um, I'm pretty sure there's going to be people come further away than I. Uh, we are here to celebrate, talk about and pull apart the uh the, the well what enthusiastic the uh, never in doubt win against uh, against Fleetwood Town Lee Gregory scoring a hat trick after going 2-1 down but we're going to make sense of it and we're going to talk about any other business and the boys so welcome where with me tonight I've got Vic I've got Ash I've got Simon join us probably later on might be Holly we don't know she's like the Scarlet Pimpernel sometimes you know what I mean she's but, trying uh, to find somewhere that's not in the way She's always in the... I imagine it's a bit tense in her house at the moment talking about football anyway, so she probably does need a bit of an escape, doesn't she? Am I right in thinking her other half is a Barnsley fan? Yeah. She might be able to escape League One, unlike them. (laughs) (laughs) Well, that should be fun. Let's get him on as well. Let's see how pissed off he is with life. But, uh, But listen, Vic, you know, you know, we started out well. We thought this was going to be a trouncing, didn't we? We thought 5 nil surely after three, four minutes. Oh, honestly. Uh, I mean, it could have been, couldn't it? If we if we could just put those chances away. But you can't say that when you have put three of the chances away. Um, yeah, it was frustrating, wasn't it? It was a stressful, it was a stressful evening anyway. I'm obviously going spare because I've not left the house in nine days. Uh, in fact, my last leaving of the house was the MK Dons match. So it's been a lovely time. Um, so the build up to that was horrendous. And then, yeah, it's just, so we can match, Simon. Thank you. Do you know yeah. what? I forgot we're not covered it. I wasn't on last week. So I'll tell you what, shall we start there, Simon? Let's do that. Like, no, Simon's I'm... right. That's what I was saying. I've not left the house into the Wickham match. It's a hell of a segue. We've done really well. Yeah. Uh, so we'll bring it back in. Um, so, yes, that was very stressful. But let's talk about the Wickham match first before I died. Yeah. So there's uh, there, there we are. Ash, you drove down there, didn't you, pal? You made the uh, the trainless journey down there. There we are, uh, 
knocking on the door of automatic promotion. We were, were you pissed off about it. You know, how did you feel? You know, what, what how do you think it went? Well, yeah, you, well, you've got to be pissed off, haven't you, Dan? Really? I mean, you travel all that way, and I know it's close to London, but seven quid for a fucking pie. It's disgusting, <laughs> isn't it? You know what? Out of all the people in the world who I want to see on Anthony Dex win the ads and win would be you, because you'd still be so fucked off, wouldn't you? <laughs> I didn't just... want to cruise. What? I'm seasick. I'm going on a cruise, you cheeky mare. <laughs> pay for that. Yeah, that, that's why he's pissed off about that one. He's a free cruise. Yeah, yeah. I, I... yeah made, made, made the trip down... Um, Weather actually really nice, a good, good day apart from the football. Um, spoiled it. Um, I think, yeah, you, you go, don't you? Because obviously, we had a, still uh, had the chance of uh, automatic, I think, on uh, against Wickham. So, weren't we a bit of a in, well, I didn't, but all the others went with a bit of enthusiasm, um, and a bit of hope, and obviously, a good performance. And, and I don't think we got any of it, did we, really? I mean. I, I don't think um, I don't think Gareth Ainsworth is uh, anyone's a massive fan of him. Um, oh, I don't know. He, he wears leather trousers on Soccer Saturday. You know? <laughs> it reminds me of Fudge so much. I think if Fudge had longer hair, that is Gareth Ainsworth. <laughs> if you'd have known me in the nineties when Ash did, I think uh, I, yeah, there'd have been yeah. there'd have been definite comparisons. Although I still couldn't squeeze my ass into a pair of leather trousers like he does. No, it was the other talcum powder for that leather top that you had, though. I think it was rubber. Uh, it was but listen, latex, I think, actually. <laughs> we bought it from a sex shop. It was a whole thing. So, um, no, we didn't. You yeah, did. I did. Yeah. Do, you, do you go on day trips to sex shops, you two? Yeah, yeah, yeah. We're at Pulse and Cocktails. We'd never seen one before in our life. 1998. Biggest, biggest one but, in Europe. Yeah, yeah. Better than going to Wickham, weren't it? <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, yeah. No, I mean, yeah, it was uh, very disappointing. Uh, we turned up as we always do in as droves and the team didn't for well, well, not for once, but again, should I say, on an away day. So now, Simon, there was there was a fair amount of shots on goal and percentages and all the things. And and uh, I need I do need to warn if you are a new listener, you are listening to this on the way to Hillsborough. We're going to be try and be the only football show that exists right now that doesn't use the term levels. If anybody was listening to um, what's his face, the um, the guy from uh, Lee Endry. On the soccer side, he seems to say it every five minutes. But Sai, I mean, was it really that bad? I mean, we gave it a go, didn't we? Uh, I went down as well, drove down, met Ash there. Uh, we we had a, a, a warm drink in the sun. Uh, I wore my body warmer, bad choice. Um, <laughs> um, gilet. Gilet. Well, you know, I'm of the age... Bit older than Dan, and we both use body warmer, don't we, Dan? Because it's what us guys do. Of our I, lo- I love a body warmer. I yeah, my body, body is all warm and toasty. And 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 we, I didn't, I'd forgotten going off the beaten track that, that the ground was actually nestled between two mountains, and um, we actually parked up on one of them. And I think Ash was probably parked about three cars behind without us actually knowing. And walking to the ground was fine, but walking back uh, was, yeah. Yeah, uh, Edmund Hillary came past us. That was the guy who walked up, went up El- uh, uh, Everest, if anybody would know. Anyway, um, I thought we set up wrong. I thought the players set up wrong. Um, they, uh, it's it, it, just this constant shoehorning of trying to get Mendes Lang into the side, which, which you know, we rest, we rested Hunt, you know, we rested well. players. Um, and and this this shoehorning of trying to get Mendes Lang into the side, which 
the games where it has done that, it's obvious that it hasn't worked. And 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 then the the shit housery from from Wickham, and on top of that, the incompetence from the referee um, just ended up being, you know, just a real pissed all over a day out. It really did. And then. It left it, me in a bit of a foul mood, I must no, admit. I had the right mug Me on. too, mate. And and then travelling back up the M40 and, and all that way home, you know, you fester on it and you've got your 13-year-old son sat by the side of you being really sociable with his AirPods in, not talking a word to you. You fester on it even more. Um, it, does it, anyone does anyone know why the, what the official explanation was for the disallowed goal? We haven't had one. No. Um, I know, I so I think that's, what, the, that's, what the referee was implying... Well, so I've watched it back a million times, and I, I, I genuinely impeding the keeper. Is that what? It, that's no, I it. think they they said that Dunkley had pulled him down with him on top of him. Do you know what I mean? That's 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 what because Dunkley, Dunkley was on top of the defender. The defender was behind him, and he's kind of wrestled around the front of him. And they and and I think what the referee had said was that Dunkley had pulled him down with him. So they gave it a foul the other way. That is a, a ballsy decision, if I'm honest. And I, I must admit, maybe I've got my red and uh, my blue, red and white, my blue and white stripe spectacles on. But it, uh, referee, I, just thought, ref- I just thought it was with uh, the keeper protesting as much as he did, and Luongo, all Luongo did was just stood his ground. And, yeah, uh, that was it because there was no, the, the ref- there was no, there was no foul. Dunkley did not foul the. Uh, the centre half at no. all. Or the referee made some shocking decisions. There was a couple of times on one wing, I think it was Mendes Lang got away from his player and a guy came in. It was like the booking last night. I can't remember. I think it was Mendes Lang again and the guy got booked and it was like, could it have been a red? That happened twice on the left wing and the right wing at Wickham. Didn't even have, a, didn't even card him yet. I think Dunkley had a tackle, didn't he? Yeah, Dunkley um, got, got, got a straight yellow. It was the first tackle he made. And he got a straight. He got a yellow for it. And and the and then there was there was definitely a call for penalty in the second half in front of us where the guy uh, handballed it. And it, it was just horrible. They were horrible. Ainsworth was stood on the touchline, getting in the way of uh, of throw-ins. And yeah. and and I, and I, and, I, and I think the team selection we got we got it wrong because we we're trying to shoehorn people into the side, which wasn't working. And it. Bannon, Bannon had his best game at Milton Keynes Don and Dons, and since then he's been misfiring. I wouldn't say he's been poor, but he has been misfiring. And well, let's uh, let, let's is, let's pull up the uh, let's pull up the starting lineup there, Vic. So you know we've got um, Deli Bashiro came in uh, the prior game to Wickham, and, and I thought he played very well. You know what I mean? I, th- I thought he he earned to place, he earned to start. And with when you're alongside Bannon and Luongo, unfortunately for George Byers, you're the one that's going to be the make weight. And I thought he was one of the better players last night at Fleetwood, which we'll get to. But the but this constant change in a team is something that that more comes under fire for quite a significant amount. And um, and like, do you feel like we we should have just gone back to our normal midfield, or do you think that would have been harsh on FDB, or should we go? Sorry, pal, this is you know this is professional football. Suck it up. Yeah, the latter. Um, I think, yeah, there is too much chopping and changing. Obviously, it's difficult to be negative after last night, which we're going to get to. But yeah, for me, I can't understand how we've gone for the last few weeks being known as having the best midfield in this division, you know, the best midfield three, give or take Barry Bannon, compared to what you think on the podcast. But give or take those, like, 
you know, they are the best three in the division. And then to go and just completely change that and to rest people, like, I just couldn't understand that at all. And don't get me wrong, if it had worked, it'd have been a tactical genius, but it didn't. Um, and yeah, it did feel like we were shoehorning people in. I think, you know, Deli Bashiru, yeah, all right, did all right before, but that, you know, one swallow doth not make a summer. And <laughs> I don't feel like it needed to change the entire system of how we've been playing just because he'd had a decent game the game before. Um, because like we've said it a million times, you know, we've got a spine of a team. We've got, you know, you look at, you'd probably say Story and Hutchinson as your key sort of defenders. And then those three in midfield and then Gregory up front and everyone else just kind of fits in. Oh, Peacock Farrell. Everyone else just kind of fits in. And I think to swap that out just seemed ludicrous, absolutely ludicrous. Um, and it didn't work. I, so I would I I would add Hunt to that as well. I think yeah. Hunt has been a thing. And, yeah, he, sorry, and he yeah, didn't play, yes. Yeah, so, yeah, so, no, I know you said spine, but I mean, I'd, I'd put down like them Them five, six players are, you'd probably, you're starting five, six yeah. players, aren't you? And, and, yeah, and resting Hunt was obscene. That was, that was just offensive. And, and playing people, we had a discussion on our WhatsApp group, didn't we? And I got back from the game and, and I'm glad Holly's just joined us now, but playing... Uh, Hutch on the left-hand side of the back three doesn't work for me. Um, if, if, if he, he obviously played uh, uh, Dunkley in the centre because of their physicality up front, well, well, don't play Hutch then. Hutch didn't play in the game before. Play Palmer in that position. You know, Palm, Palmer's, Palmer's made that position his own, and and he's he's been more than capable. I know, and and he, I don't think he's put a foot wrong in that position. But we dropped Palmer from the crew game. And brought Hutch in, and the ball that came in for for their goal came in down that down that wing. You know, it, it, he, again, it, that was to shoehorn in Dunkley, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah. Well, you could have kept Dunkley played against Crew. He could have stayed there in that position in centre midfield. You don't bring Hutch in, and and you bring you leave Palmer in that position. You know, well, I tell you what, that's a bold statement. That can you imagine the meltdown on Twitter? If we didn't say he, he, <laughs> he hadn't played the last couple of games though, Dan. So. You no, know, I know what you mean, but as soon as somebody comes available, where you know, as soon as Harley yeah. Dean, if he's available for this weekend and don't play, there's always going to be a meltdown. And I feel that you know that's sometimes what Darren Moore has to fight against in terms of the the online Twitter arty. Is you're damned if you do and you're damned if you don't. You know what I mean? Yeah. If we'd have dropped FDB for for the Wickham game, oh, the meltdown would have been bloody hellfire! I can't believe his bloody dropped him. Like you know, what I mean? it, it's just what happens. Now uh, joining us tonight, we've got Holly. The, uh, the Scarlet Pimpernel herself. Holly, how do you, we're talking about the, the Wickham game. You know, we were talking about the chopping and changing of the uh, of the um, the squad. So, as, as the guys rightly say, so you've got the midfield three, the centre-back three, the goalkeeper and Gregory, and then everybody else just kind of fits in a side. And not, maybe even not the centre-back three. I mean, we've got a good five, six players we can choose from for those um for those uh, for those positions, God rest Kieran Brennan and his soul. You know what I mean? Where's he gone? <laughs> but I mean, what what did you make of it, Holly? I mean, you know, did well, you think it were a foul? I I wasn't at Wickham because I couldn't get a ticket. But I was thinking about when they keep changing the squad all the time. When we bring subs on, and then the subs are waiting five or ten minutes to come on at the side. Does it unsettle everyone who's on the pitch because nobody knows who's coming off? You know, like. If you've got a striker on the bench and there's a striker on the pitch, they know they're going to be swapped. But if it if it's by Darren Moore's logic, anyone can play anywhere at random. <laughs> He's not even going to tell them where they're playing. 
Does it on Farrell shits himself? <laughs> Every time. Well, yeah. Is that, everyone that, thinking, is it me? That's, an, ex- now? <laughs> that's an excellent point because in the Wiccan game, he brought Shadipo on. And we thought, well, it'd be for Mendes Lang. And Mendes Lang stayed on. And Shadipo at one point, I think, was playing up front, was he, Ash? And, uh, and, yeah, and, he was. Yeah, he came and on. And then the midfield, yeah. honestly, there was a point where the midfield were all looking at each other going, what the fuck are we doing now? Who's it playing was, where? It, it was about on? nine, ten minutes, wasn't it? So Shadipo yeah. came on for Berahino and then CP Patterson came on for Dele yeah. and that's when yeah. they finally swapped it around. But yeah, yeah. It, it was an odd one, that one. Or did he want to play... Six across the midfield. I don't know. And and Holly's right. Like if you're if if you're on the pitch, and then Moro goes, Mendes Lang, come here. And he, he stood here. He's got his arm round him, ready to go. He could be anybody. Could be getting ragged off that. Pitch. <laughs> and also as well. Where, what was the last game that Shadipo played in? When did oh, he last play? I don't know. Snickers were opal fruits, as far as as far as I was understanding. But let's... I've I've got uh, I've got a question. If that's all right, or a, or a, amusing. Uh, yeah, I think so. Right. So, Darren Moore. Dar- what do you mean that on purpose? Because that really made me laugh, Ash. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> you just made a randomly laugh, Ash. Go on, son. Let's hear your, let's hear your pondering. Uh, no, no, no. So, 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 Darren Moore changed the, the, the starting eleven because um, he perceived to play against Wickham. Now, why why does Moore do that? He's done it quite a few times when we've slipped up. He's changed his team and his way of playing to sue the team, the opposition. Instead of going, I'm the bollocks, I know what I'm doing, I trust my players, I'm going to play how I want to play because it's took me half a season to get the team and the weight and the formation. So I don't why- know if it is that, though. I don't yeah. know if it's that he thinks they're going to know what he's going to do, so he's trying to... Oh, the, old, the old double double bluff. <laughs> the double oh, yeah, double yeah, yeah. bluff. No yeah, way he's going to do. <laughs> yeah, he got foul up front. Do you know what I mean? Do you know what I mean? Like instead of like, he don't even write it on whiteboard in case the players <laughs> know what's going on. <laughs> do you know what I mean? It's like if if he if he knows or if he's confident in how he's managing and he's coaching and his players, then he should think I'm picking eleven players that are going to play to the way I think. And the way I think is the the right way of playing football and it will get us the three points mm-hmm. and we'll play in a style that is... We'll get the three points and it's it looks good and we score loads of goals. But I think on the games where... My memory's shit, but the games where I think we've struggled, i.e. Gillingham as well, he yeah. changed it to... Because they perceive them to be... An easier rough arses, yep. rough, Yeah, a bit strength... A bit physical and it didn't work and Wickham again. So I, on the times that we have played to how we play, like Milton Keynes, mm. um, I know he had to enforce changes, weren't he, with Luongo and Hutchinson, but I think he's, he played how he, I think he wanted to play and it, and it got the result eventually. Um, eventually. It was five p fifty p that last twenty well, minutes, though, yeah, wasn't it? Like, yeah, but that's yeah. So I, th- I, I don't know. I'm still. I know people saying how come people say more out and that. I'm I'm not in. I'm not out I, and anything. But I can see a confident manager who's got confidence in his team and the way that they play. I don't think should change. 
if you understand it. I've no, I've ram- done a side ramble there, but um, <laughs> no. What you're saying is we should go out without without dick swinging. We should go yeah, out and go. No, no. We're the best team in this league. And if you come at us, bro. Yeah, if you believe that, and you believe yeah. you've got, um, and we all believe that we've got the best squad, I, I think in the whole in the league, and the best midfield. But we'll come on to it. But I thought like the, the first half our, our midfield against Fleetwood got outplayed. I really I think do. They got, I think they got shit out. But I tell you what, yeah. let, let, let's let's get let's get on to it. So the Wickham game ended and ended our uh, our faint hopes of. Um, of automatic promotion, which I must admit was a bitter pill to swallow because given the last time that we were in the playoffs, um, I don't want them. You know what I mean? But however, it's now going to be something that we go, okay, we're going to have to take the playoffs and we get a few days out and all the rest hopefully, of it. Hopefully, hopefully. hopefully. Well, well, you know, who's going to beat us at Hillsborough? We'll get, we'll get to the predictions anyway. Who's going to beat us at Hillsborough? 30,000 people there. Any road. <laughs> <laughs> Let's George Hurst is is a big concern of mine. So let's uh, let let's get on to let's get on to Fleetwood. Now the first start for me, we stunk the house out, and for me there was a few players that you you saw on social media that that were getting pelters. Like I thought that Bailey Peacock Farrell could have done better for the um, for the goal. Uh, I think Story got caught short, it, or even though he, he you know I don't think he was really expecting it because it, again BPF gave it to him. And then it kind of, there's an element there. What you kidding me? Are you on a wind up or what? Like you know what I mean? Mm. Um, now that, the, the first half, I also thought that Palmer and and I'm sorry, Sir Stevie. I know you're not here to uh, to stick up for him, but I thought that Palmer turned into trouble every time he got the ball. He always, he, I don't, his confidence just seemed to be off. I think he's been a better player this season. Don't get me wrong, and this is not me slagging him off like every other Wednesday fan does. But I just thought that last night there was a good few opportunities last night where he would he'd get the ball, take a touch, then take another. In fact, his first touch after about 14 seconds, he got clattered and he was down on his backside because he took too many touches and, and his confidence was on its ass. I mean, was there any other player, Simon, that you thought, I'll tell you what, this guy's stinking the joint up? I thought we, we, we fell into a trap of getting frustrated and, and players were, and I think that's where their equaliser came from, it wasn't quite, you know, after the goal, after, was it three minutes when we scored? I think we thought, the players sort of thought that, well, this is going to be easy. But Fleetwood, bless them, they're fighting to stay up. So they they came back at us and I think that's what led to the goal. It, it was just poor judgment. And then after that, they really got frustrated. And and um, I don't want to, I don't want to pick on Barry because he's supposed to be our leading light, but he spent too much time shouting and getting frustrated, which I think affects his mental judgment in regards to how he plays. I think it affects the team's mental judgment. I mean, Paul Joe Wells and his confidence on his ass, isn't it? You know what I mean? Yeah, and that then went across the the board. You know, it it just sent to effect. Changing the side again, he he played Pato and I didn't see what Pato added to that side at all. I think it comes back to Ash's point, actually, Si, with that one. Sorry to to chime in. But I think that we were expecting a big shit-kicky game so we yeah. put a big shit kicker on. And but, but, but I'm a completely in the house that you are, um, Dan, in regards to we, we play our football. We have to play our style of football. Mm-hmm. And our style of football would have, you know, Berahino up front would have torn them to pieces. You know, they're, they're a team that have got no confidence. Was it 16, 17 games they haven't won? 
You know, it, it, one, it, one in nineteen, I think. One, one in nine, one in nineteen, and then our managers at home getting, since January getting getting their heads around the fact that oh, we best watch out for this guy or that guy. You know, it, mm. let's just play to our strengths. And and so, Bannon, I think all the team, all the team, really misfired. I don't think anybody came out of that until Gregory turned up in the second half. I, th- I think Hutchinson had a had a solid start. I must admit. But Vic, what about what about yourself? Are there any players there in that first half specifically that made you think, "Dear Lord, man, what are we doing? What where, where did they get off? Did they leave them? What they?" Um, I, I agree with what Sai said about Barry Bannon. I think it was something that Moore actually seemed to get quite well under control at the start of this season when you know it, there were a few times when he was captain before that we all said oh he's a bit too fiery to be captain and I think Moore had got something in him I don't know whether it's you know credit to Bannon as well that he's, he's grown up a little bit and he's he's started to understand the game a bit more and he's working as a leader um but yeah there was a bit of that old Bannon that came out of shouting at people screaming at people and I get it it he must wants be, to win it yeah and it must be frustrating to be he knows what Barry's expecting in his head when he passes the ball. He doesn't like he expects Lee Gregory to flick it over his shoulder and bop it on the nose and then pass it with his left foot. But Lee Gregory might not know that. I think that's that's what he's not understanding a lot of the time. And he does kick off at people. Um I think yeah, he I think Patterson, like we said, he was brought on to be a shit kicker. I think he did all right. I don't think he pulled up any trees, but I don't think he caused I don't think he caused any of the situations that we got into. I think Peacock Farrell, again, another clanger. Um, like Jordan's story, that's his first mistake he's made for us, isn't it? Can't we yeah. just, you know, we let him off for that. He's- oh, I don't know. Did he not get done at Milton Keynes, though, didn't he? He got sent for a pasty, didn't he, when they scored on the near post on that one? Yeah, yeah, he did, actually. He cut, yeah. Cutting on the inside of him. But I think that he, he was covering because Jack Hunt was about 30 yards offside. Yeah, but I get, I get covering. what you mean, Vic. Yeah, I, I, it's not you know. a regular occurrence. And I no. think he is one of these players that I think we'll see him play at a very high level at mm-hmm. some point. Um, mm-hmm. Probably not with us or Preston. Um, but I imagine he will be playing somewhere high up at some point. But, I mean, I've just been looking at, like, the stats and stuff as well because, obviously, Stevie's not here and he's not in the bath. Um but when you look at the possession, we had 71% possession. We had 21 shots to, to their five, six of which were on target to their two. Only Jeez. eight corners, which I actually felt like there were a lot more corners last night. But And Barry Bannon should not be taking corners. He's given up the penalties. That's gone great. The odd Barry Bannon corner is fine, but... I think there are other people who can take a corner better. Jack Hunt being one of them, you know. If I'd Hunt rather pitch, I'd rather Bannon being stood on the edge of the D, ready to rifle one in from twenty-five exactly. yards. I must admit, I, I think he's uh, he's probably there for that. What and about you, Smash? Also, so, on, Vic, sorry, excuse me. I think he's also one of those people that should be in the six-yard box, causing an argument. He could be the one that's that's riling people up, that could win us a penalty, that could get shoved over, that could get his shirt tugged. I yeah. think he's the kind of player. All he needs is to get him, leaned on, doesn't he? And you're right, exactly. he could be on his ass. Yeah, you're dead right. What about you, Smash, that first half, Fleetwood? Have I done you? Uh, well. Um, How much were the pies at Fleetwood? Uh, I don't know, because it's the very rare occasion I didn't go. Oh, you didn't, did you? Sorry, man. No, it was the other it was people that from, went. I've met, I've met the wrong the podcast went. Yeah. Yeah, um, yeah it, it just, yes, the goal after three minutes and 26 seconds or whatever it was. Um, it was it set us up for thinking that why were we so nervous or if you were nervous and it was calmed you down a bit. Mm-hmm. Um, and then it's 
we've seen it far too often this this season. It's a it's a, a bit of a hash up at the back for the first. Um, Peacock Far thing is, yeah, Peacock Farrell, but short sold story a bit short or a bit unexpected. But that's what they've been doing. They've been playing out the back for ninety nine percent of the time. So story should expect it. He, he knows what's coming. Um, and he, he yeah, for, I, I forgive him for that because I think he has been probably one of the one of the better signings this season, very much so. Uh, Preston have got a really good uh, young centre half. I think he's played about eighty odd games for him already. So he's yeah, not, it's, it's, it's a bit of a coup getting him. Yeah, to be yeah, fair. very much so. Um, and again, the the nineteenth goal we've conceded from a set piece um, this season. <laughs> so mint that, isn't it? So from uh, a manager who's who's not a big centre half or could know his defenders. <laughs> is coaching our defence really, really well. So Maybe that's um, it, though. Maybe that's it. I, I know I'd struggle because, like, you know, I'm a defender. I do defending things and I'm yeah, a big old lad yeah. and, I, and I'll go, well, just edit then. Why aren't you? Yeah. I don't understand why you're not editing it, forgetting and, that, you know, I'm a foot bigger than everybody on the pitch. You know well, what I mean? I said last and night and as well. The, I can't, the, sorry. Oh, sorry. No, sorry. I I just, just, like I said, it was just the, the midfield. I thought to say that we've got the best three midfielders in, in the league perceived, um, their 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 midfield for the first half really really didn't let them play, and uh, the mm-hmm. pitch didn't help. But then again, the pitch is the same for all twenty two players. Um, Got the set. Did Molly May write that speech for you, mate? Did you? <laughs> <laughs> I think as well, just to pick up on Ash, what Ash was saying about defenders. Um, I said this last night to you guys, but we must have one of the tallest defenses in the league as well, mm. and we cannot seem to defend anything in the air from a set piece. Um, apparently, I heard earlier on some other podcast uh, live thing that those nineteen set pieces include throw-ins, which I can't it can't be. Surely, surely it doesn't include wow. throw-ins. Is Rory Dillap still playing? Is that yeah. sort of thing? But I mean, otherwise, we should be defending those. Like you said, we've got Darren Moore. You know, we've all seen Darren Moore as a player. We all remember him as a player. You know, he's not. He's not your David Beckham. He's not your whatever his name is at Derby County. But he's a player that you remember seeing play. And he was a no-nonsense defender. Mm-hmm. And we've got a back three, two, five, whatever he wants, who can't defend a corner. Despite, I think, Hutchinson's probably the shortest. And he's six foot something. Yeah, and I must admit, Hutchinson's quite classy. You see, you see that as well, because he, he was a midfielder. He, he loves to play the ball, and I quite like it. Okay, Holly, I've left you to last on purpose. I want you oh, to tell me I want you to tell me about your day out. You know, tell me about the first half, what you're all talking about in that tiny little slip of the ground that they gave us and all the rest of it. So I actually thought we were quite good in that first 15 minutes. Like They didn't, they didn't really get it out of their box for most of it. We had quite a lot of chances, but we... We seemed to want to play little passes, but it was impossible on the pitch. And then we didn't get wise to it all. We just kept trying to do it. And then they just thought, oh, they're going to keep doing that. And then just cutting it out. I mean, how many times did they cut it out? It was just ridiculous. Definition of madness, isn't it? (laughs) But I actually thought Bannon and Palmer did all right. Because where we were sat, they were coming down towards us in the first half. And... Marvin were just, I don't know what, I mean, he's due one because I think he's been awesome. Yeah, but yeah. He were absolutely plop for that first half. Well, for the whole time he was on. And plop, Bannon was plop. coming across, <laughs> Bannon was coming across to cover him. And Palmer eventually, because he wasn't showing football, eventually just 
had to take it on himself, which is probably why he was taking more touches than necessary. And then they didn't really, like Marvin were just, I don't know. And then Story was not on it, but like Simon was saying about whoever's on the end of that back three, Story was on the end of the back three at the start and he would crap. And then they swapped it and then Hutchinson went crap towards end when they swapped it and put Story in the middle. So clearly we've got nobody can play on the end, can they? I don't know. I mean, maybe Gibson were on bench thinking what's going on here. I forgot we still had him. I forgot we still had him. Yeah, yeah. Well, who's, who's the other lad that I forgot we had? got Kieran Brennan and who's the, is it Brown? Jaden Brown, yeah. But you is he still forget. playing? You, it? Nah, he's never played, mate. You can get, you just forget him. <laughs> I've first, first seen him, he went to Wembley. He went to Wembley yeah. for Pizza Cup final. That's the first time I've even seen he's alive. Sat cheering on Rotherham. Last Don't time I saw that, him, he'll bring him on next game. He well, last time I saw him is when he passed the ball into back at net against Hartlepool in Pizza Cup. <laughs> Sick. All yeah. right. So first half went to bits. I must admit, fair play to Lee Gregory again. I the, the first goal for me was the best one. I, I, I what a, a proper striker's goal. He's got in behind and he's finished it really well. And he's and and, and he's done exactly what a good striker does. I, I saw online that somebody uh, likened him to the best strike we've had since Gary Hooper. I think they're, they are definite big talismanic players that we have in this club uh, when, when, when Hooper was here, uh, uh, of course. But the, um, but the way they play is so different. Hooper was so clever in terms of his movement, whereas Gregory really uses these big, bulging, gorgeous muscles and his body so beautifully well. He's an absolute Adonis and I might be gay for Lee Gregory. But uh, let's get into the second half. Oh, oh so, Dan, sorry, I can't see your face. There's just some splattering of white stuff over your camera. Never you mind. <laughs> never, never you mind. Never you mind. So, right. So, the second half came. Now, we've... Ah, <laughs> no pun. We, yeah, we spoke a lot about this second half, uh, about, about half-time. And, I, and I've definitely spoke a lot about, does Darren Moore get him going? Does he rile him up in the changing room? Does he get him out? And I use the term snarling beast. Does he get him onto that pitch, ready to have an absolute tear-up? Did you find, Simon, that when they came on, that there was a definite change in tempo? I wish you'd not ask me that. I don't know. We we sat and watched it here, and and it didn't strike me as getting at them. We 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 were trying to do very much like Holly said in the first half. We were trying to to play that nice football that we like to play on a nice pitch, and we've got very cultured. We've got very good players, um, but the pitch didn't lend itself to that. And I and I, Darren Moore said that that he'd given them a bollocking at halftime. I've read today, but I, I don't. They didn't feel to me that they came out flying at them all guns blazing. To be honest, I think there was a couple of players. So I don't, Bannon definitely had, had a rock. Bannon had a better second half. I thought Luongo had a had a, a lot better second half. I agree. I, I forgot to mention Johnson. Johnson had a, a nightmare game, but I, I don't remember him being so great at, at Wickham either. To be honest, um, nobody was great at Wickham. No, they weren't. Mate. You're right. It's true. But obviously, the shining light was Lee Gregory in the second half, and and, mm. and to to me, the the get out of jail card that we had yesterday was Lee Gregory. See, that's an interesting point. I, I, you know, I, this is this is the one I wanted to discuss as soon as, as soon as the final whistle came in. So, so Ash, do, do you feel that we were the we reaped the benefits of playing good, solid football and not losing our head, or do you feel like? Had it not been for Lee Gregory, we'd have lost that. Well, he scored the three goals, 
So if he wasn't there, ergo, we wouldn't have scored three goals and lost. No, we'd have had another striker on the pitch and he might have got a couple of no. goals. Do, do, um, do you know what I mean? Like, no, no. Um, I, I've got to say that the, for, first for me, I think the uh, the shining light was the, the half-time Twitterate, I've got to say. The the 30-odd million owl supporters that became um, judge and jury of uh, Darren Moore and the uh, starting eleven was great. Know what you mean. I know love what Twitter. Twitter is the best thing. Twitter is the best thing. I don't care what you say. It is. I, I love it. It's my Elon. Bloody hell. Uh, yeah, 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 yeah. I've got a couple of 50, forty-four billion in my back pocket. Yeah, I'm going to buy it. Um, but yeah, I've got to say because obviously the, the halftime whistle went two-one down straight on Twitter. It's great. It's it. It was brilliant. And there were some people that had lost the proper head popped off. And there were some people that said, no, um, still believe, still trust in it. And I don't know what they saw in the first half to believe that. But then, yeah, um, came out second half. I agree with Simon. If I think it was Gregory in his, his post-match interview said that um, Darren Moore had given him a bit of a rocket at half-time. I, I didn't see it from the initial first 10, 15 minutes. Um, I didn't know. I didn't. I didn't see that anyone came out after and and thought, right? Yeah, he's given us a, a belt to let's let's put it about. Um, but it obviously it had an effect because they came out. Gregory scored two great goals. There were great goals. I know. I know. Uh, Luongo stood it up at the in the middle for him to nod it in, and uh, then straight from the kickoff they've had a mare and uh, the pressure and. Fair play to Patterson. If you watch it, he creates the space for him with his movement, and and that's not something you can you've said much this season about Patterson. Mm-hmm. He was thinking about getting space or creating space for Gregory to run into, and like I said, bottom corner keeper, no chance really. It was really in the corner, and it was. It, they always say that you're very susceptible, aren't you? As soon as you've conceded, your your head's not all over. It's all over the place. So it's a great time to score, and I think. The way they were playing, I'm not so sure. We've had it before. I'm not so sure we'd have probably got the third, or it would have been a lot more squeaky bum time, you know. <laughs> but I think once once we got the third, that they, they were done. I think I think Fleetwood they were uh, proper deflated. Um, so uh, yeah, if we hadn't had Gregory, I, I don't don't think we'd have, we'd have got the win. To be honest, I know I know I was taking the piss earlier, Dan, but no, I, I don't. I don't think. I think the way his movement, the way he played, he was just on it, and it he deserved the hat trick as well for the few for the last couple of months overall play that he's played. I don't, I don't remember any of the players having shots saved or, or coming near to. To be honest, we only had, we only had six shots on target. Hit the woodwork, to the steps. We hit the woodwork about three times in a minute, right. though, didn't we? <laughs> oh, that wasn't first half though. First half, when we were on top. Of, I mean, how many corners did we have? The corners. Eight. Were- Hey, on, imagine that earlier, Simon. Hey, I know, but you, you can't convert eight, one of eight. It's just... The the the, the teams we play can, obviously. Well, yeah. Probably where it's going wrong. We're probably practising against our own back three slash five. <laughs> 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 we're sending, we're sending the lads shit up. Shitloads of corners. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. I, um, I was doing my heart rate fudge. Um, at the time, so I, I've not liked to mention it, but I've got COVID. Uh, I don't. I don't like to go on about it. Um, right. But I've been. Know. 
No, no, I know. I don't like to mention. I don't like to send you my my updated lateral flow test every day or whatever. Um, but no, I was doing my heart rate because my doctor. I have to do my oxygen levels and that every night. And when I'm sat watching like normal telly, you're talking like 52. You know, I'm I'm fat. I'm old. 52. Um, then when I'm watching football, it tends to be about 65. If it's Wednesday, maybe you push to 70. And then last night, literally that minute, my heart rate went from 70 to 106 within seconds. I couldn't breathe, honestly. Even now talking about it, I'm getting palpitations. I I thought I was going to die. And I thought, is this it? Is this okay. Wednesday till I die? Exactly. Am <laughs> uh, I going to be found? <laughs> Eaten by dog this time next week because nobody can come in. No. So someone's going to come and find me with a Peroni Zero conked out on floor. Just moaning about Lee Gregory. I've eaten white dog. I, but I mean, that could happen at any point. So. It could happen at any point. Actually, my mum did say that once. She said to me, she said, how come you haven't set your rent up as a direct debit? I said, because it's the only way someone's going to know who's got keys to this house that I've died. <laughs> you know what I mean? But anyway, let, let's, 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 Holly, let's, let's, let's come to you because, uh, you know, we're talking about the second half and we're talking about, the feeling now now you were there was it was it palpable was it something did you you know after we scored the third did you feel like they were gonna they were still it was horrible it was horrible there was times where you could hear a pin drop in both sets of fans because they wanted it so much and then you could feel how disappointed they were after that Gregory minute it would just I don't but hey you want to talk about horrible Ollie Lee Gregory had already scored two goals before the hooky feed that me and Ash were watching had scored the first one. But we're not going to talk about that. It's like Bruno. We just don't talk about it. Well, what minute were the goals scored on? Uh, 73-74. There was 45 seconds between them. So so that was after he'd made the substitutes then. So maybe Darren Moore's a genius. Well, this this is what I wanted to pull out here, Simon. So we've had, you know, we've had... We've spoke a lot about Darren Moore on this show and about whether he's good enough and about and about all, all the like and all the song and dance. Fair play to him. He made two changes. We shoe on Mendes Langin, like you mentioned at the start of the show, and it's paid off. Now, we sh- the, the shoe warning of Mendes Lang, do we use him as an Edin Dzeko super sub type of player or or did we just use it right? Because I, I mean, I remember Windass sent one skyward when he came on, but the football leading up to it was tight little intricate passing that ended up at Windass's feet. I don't know if you remember. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, did, did we witness a Darren Moore masterclass? Did it create a goal? Did we score from it? What? The, the two subs? Yeah. I mean, what was it? It was Dunkley, wasn't it? No, no Dunkley we, we... came on at end. Johnson no. went off. So who did we bring on? So Mendes Lang came on for Byers and Windass came on for Johnson and then we scored. Yeah, so so Johnson was having a a pretty diabolical game anyway. So we had to change that to bring somebody Mm -hmm. on who could probably inject some pace and also some quality into it. So that's when NML came in. Um, Windass, he had that shot, didn't he? But I, I couldn't work out. I don't think we actually could work out where he was playing. No. I, I I I didn't see. I actually saw. I thought in the last five ten minutes we got backs against backs against the wall again. I thought we 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 got into that the bewitching hour of ten minutes where it's like maybe that's just your Sheffield Wednesday Ed Simon. Did you we, feel that? Yeah, but it's been yeah. like that. The, the 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 Milton Keynes Don's game. It was like that. Mm. The Crew game was like that. The Wickham one wasn't really. We were trying to 
put pressure on them. Uh, and, and it felt like that last night, that, that again, a team's playing pressure. And I think that's why I brought Dunkley on, just to basically try and... And he, he won every header. Every header that came over. He was over, awesome. He, he was so good. And if he, if, he, if he just basically sticks to hoofing it out and heading it, his game is perfect. Um, and, and that probably was the masterstroke, was more Dunkley than Windass and Mendes Lang coming on. He had to change it on the left because Johnson was having a mare. So whoever he brought on, <laughs> he was, he was. So he had to bring some quality on and, and, and Mendes Lang brought that, brought that in. So are we attributing that win to Darren Moore changing it up, realising it wasn't working or are you still yeah. Mardy that yeah, got to, he started with the team he did? No, no, well, no, to. but yeah, you've got to be Mardy for his starting lineup. We've, we've covered that. We, we, um, but for, for he, he had to change it, obviously, because we, we needed the win. Um, mm. He did it at Doncaster, didn't he? Mm. But took both strikers off, brought the uh, other two on. They both scored. Berahino and uh, they, they were they were both glaring office changes, weren't they? They were massive. I mean, at Doncaster game, the two strikers, Camberry and Sal, were were just weren't yeah. working. So yeah. anybody could see that wasn't working. And he got a perfect replacement on the bench. So it was mm. like for like, and the two players were better quality. And the same oh. as yesterday, you know. He ne- he nearly brought Berah on. Berra were stripped off, ready to come yeah. on. And then Gregory scored the two goals and then he brought Dunkley on. So that worked because <laughs> yeah. Dunkley was really good and changing the strikers at that point instead of the defence might have been a bad idea. I don't know. But yeah. I thought we would, I always thought we'd score two goals, but I didn't know if we'd score three goals. And we did. Hutchinson had a, a dodgy five minutes where he was already on the booking and then he was just... I don't know, really. Riding them around like donkeys on the seafront for a bit. <laughs> Giving away fouls here, there and everywhere. For some reason, Dunkley came on and then for some reason, Hutchinson started going up front for some yeah. unknown reason. Went all over place, which is probably best to keep him away from giving a penalty away at that point when his head had gone. Then Bannon had an argument with him and he went straight down tunnel at end of game. So I don't know what that were all about. Oh, bit of handbags. Love that. Love that. I, I so, don't think, yesterday, I don't think Moore got it wrong from the start. I, I question the pato, but I think the side was the right side to play. I just think that the team didn't turn up. Well, as a result, we got the, uh, we got the three points to put <laughs> us in a convincing place to look at playoffs uh, for the... Uh, for the forthcoming final fixture against uh, Portsmouth, who's uh, who, Vic? We have a um, the son of a legend uh-huh. uh, who would quite have who has gone on record there today, saying it adds a little added incentive to to scupper Sheffield Wednesday's playoff slash promotion hopes in George Hurst. What, what a tosser! What a tosser! I've asked, I've asked for a, I've asked for a massive pay rise. They're not going to give it, mate. So I've thrown my dummy out and I've yeah. fucked up. How, exactly. how he can say... And my dad's how still not sold anything. his house on 20 Well Lane. Uh, how he can say anything. So I don't think we even give him the air on this uh, he, he, podcast. He's contract oh, you're, you're not Thanks. meant to be. This is my bit. He's just said I, my name. I was going to say that. Fucking hell. <laughs> Vic, talk about it first before so. these middle-aged white men chirps in anymore. Come on. <laughs> it's like, what, <laughs> what do you think? Well, I think... Um, no, I, I agree. Um, I don't think he deserves there the time go, of day. There you go, move on. <laughs> <laughs> Podcast two. Um, I don't think he deserves the time of day. I think 
you know, there's going to be 30 odd thousand of us there. And I think there's 11 men that need that 30 odd thousand people support and not one dickhead. And I think if you just don't even acknowledge him, he's a nobody. It's like that. What's that centre half called that hates us? He played at Charlton for a while. Um, oh, bloody hell. Who can hate us? us with Who hates us? He played for us like on loan years ago. And he's Morrison. Yes, that's it. Is it Michael mm. Morrison? Michael Morrison. Yes, hates us with a passion. Wouldn't know him if he shat on my face. Would not know him. So let's just treat George as like that. I uh, I have a signed shirt from Michael Morrison. Uh, he played away at Southampton. He was the only one that would sign my shirt. I asked Jermaine Johnson to do it. He said, no, man. Um, so so it's, it's obvious pounds. that Ash and Simon's thoughts on it, Holly. So, you know, there's, the, you know, they're, they... I think they're in the same camp as essentially Vic. Like, you know, let's not acknowledge him, but he did score a brace against top of the league Wigan last night. There must be a level of concern, regardless of if his surname and his and his parentage, there's got to be a concern that they've got an informed striker there, right? Can we not just do a fudge and go, nah, fuck it? Nah, fuck nah it. shit. Nah, All right. But well, they are then. They are then. George just fuck him. <laughs> but I think it's I, I think there's more to it than that. I mean, let's be fair that. Uh, David uh, spends more of his time around at Rotherham now. You know, uh, did, have we we've had a fallout? He's had a fallout with Chancery. He's had a fallout with the with the people at the club and all the rest of it. Which are, there's always a bit of a an air there when the club pedal out legends and we do these dinners and stuff like that. You know that he don't want to do that. And then there was a point where it was around the time when David uh, shaved a mohawk in. I don't know if anybody remembers that. That was a thing. But there we are. So we've upcoming. We've got Portsmouth. We've got over thirty odd thousand. We've got Lower Leppings Lane. End open. Ash, that's got to be like an extra player on the pitch. We're talking three nil Arsenal game in the cup a few years ago, aren't we? Yeah, it's gonna be it's gonna be good, isn't it? I, I think it's uh, it's it's um, <clears throat> it's what it's what they deserve. The team actually, they've, they've done not too bad, have they? They're in the playoffs, hopefully by the end of the match. So thirty odd thousand there to, to see him on the maybe the last home game of the season. Doubt it now, but uh, it. Yeah, I I don't I know there's been quite a bit on on Twitter because that's all I do. I spend most of my time just trolling through Twitter <laughs> about some people don't like the fact that the fair weather or the uh, last game people come out and buy the tickets. Um, but why not? I, you'd, I'd rather have thirty odd thousand there than eighteen nineteen. Um, there's far too many people say that there's oh there's only eighteen thousand. Where is everyone on a cold Tuesday night? Or but if Still, they're still in, wanting in the, tickets because we're in shitty League One. Yeah, I, yeah. And if, if people have to pick and choose the games they to go to for work, money, uh, family, whatever reason, that you can only get, get to a couple of games, then why not the last home game when it's a great chance to to, to cement playoffs? I, I'm that the same as you, Ash. I, I think there's an element there of, you know, the, the team need us to turn out and we've turned out. Like, you know, this this thing that people have where there's a criteria that people have to hit in order to be a fan can gain the bin. Oh, I mean, I mean, Holly, you've you've got a family, all right. They support the wrong side of uh, yeah. wrong side of Yorkshire and all the rest of it. But if you were to take your family to a football game, we're talking two hundred quid there, aren't we? They give tickets away at Barnsley for free, I think. But uh, especially <laughs> ah. at the moment. <laughs> but yeah, I my problem with it is is that football fans are the best and the worst thing ever. So if Wednesday are getting pummeled, even if we're not losing. It's going to be the worst atmosphere ever. We're just going to have more people moaning. Would you want to play in the middle of that? 
I mean, when we're when we're up, we're really up. But when we're down, oh my god, I already feel sick talking about it. <laughs> Don't ask me. I'm glad, I'm glad we've got you on. Uh, you know what I mean? Now, now say, like, you know, come on, how, how do you think this game's going to go? Do you reckon it's going to be an absolute spanking or do you reckon mm-hmm. we're going to, you know, we're going to turn up and it's going to be a nail-biting scenario with an informed striker kicking the ball in who really wants to salivate and finally to score at Hillsborough? We're not talking about that person. Um, Bruno's up front. I think, I think it will be a nervously touchy affair, but... I'm saying that. No, no, I think it will be, it, we, we'll go into it as fans, nervous and touchy. I think Wednesday might actually surprise us here and 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 the, the, they'll go out and be comfortable winners. I, th- I think I think when they turn out, we've got a great home form, haven't we? We've only lost two at home. So yep. one, one's against Rotherham, one against Oxford, you know, two, two teams pushing there. And, and the Rotherham game, they had two shots on goal. And we battered them. And it wasn't for the fact that we didn't have proper decent strikers up front. We would have won that game. Um, so, look, the pitch is looking a lot better. We can play our football that we like to play. Let's see what Mr Moore decides to choose in regards to the players on the pitch. I think It's got to be the strongest that, perceived 11, hasn't it? There's no be. time for resting players. No. And I know no. If, if we get to the playoffs, it's only next week, well, the Thursday, Friday, Monday, Sunday, Monday. So yeah. it's quite quick. Yeah. And then it's two and a half weeks off to the final if we yeah. get there. You've got I to don't play. Give if you, any if, chance to rest anyone? You've he's got, got to play players. So if Harley Dean's fit, you've got to play him. If he's fit, you play him. And George Hurst, whoever he might be, will not see a kick of the ball. And when he does, Harley Dean will go through him, right? And that will be it. Um, and we play Berahino and um, Greg's up front. Greg's has got to be on a massive high now, getting a hat trick. So we talk about informed player, informed strikers. We've got our very own informed striker. So it's going to be like four three. It's going to be like that Man City game last no. night. <laughs> I cannot. I can't take it. I cannot take it. I'm already stressed just thinking about it. I don't. I don't want to go. I don't want to talk about it. I don't. I just don't like it. I, I don't, don't want, like this at all. This I isn't prefer it. This is why we're football fans. This no, is what we live. No, it's not. Actually, it is. I like to go to the football, see a few of them goals, and then go home. I don't <laughs> like this. See a few of them lovely goals. Go back, I get merged on. Stress. It's been a long and that's when it's the worst. The it's thing is, hours to fuck up, and we are Sheffield Wednesday. The thing is, this is eighteen sixty-seven. This is getting into playoffs. One of the podcasts. This and is I, getting, I'm the one who's buzzing for this. Wait, is it? You, me too. But the thing is, the worst two games, if we win it, the next, well, actually, oh, three. Oh no, because they're not going to be even more stressed. <laughs> I tell you what, this this is this is what this is what kills me here. So you know, we've got people whinging about people going to Hillsborough, and we've got enough fucking tickets for people to go to Hillsborough. We've got plenty, really? right? And then there's there's what two there's there's two three games in the bit. To, to get promoted. And then there's the stress of getting through them. Then there's the stress of, and all, do you remember the meltdown of trying to get tickets in 2016 at, at Wembley? Oh my God, there's all that shit to go through and I've got all, oh, I, I'm waiting, just going to... You've got one mate who wants to go with you and they've not got a season ticket and it's like, do I wait? Do I wait for... No, just get seven? your tickets. Just get yourself get sorted your for God's sake. Well, we can't talk about it anyway, so don't... But we're not, talk, we're not talking about it. It's like Bruno. So this, this game's stressed about Saturday's game... Wait till we get to Wembley. Is the tip of the iceberg, oh, isn't it? It's going to get it's, so it's, much worse. So, so when we lost against Wickham, I remember walking back to the car thinking, 
I really wanted us to get automatic promotion. You know that not aiming for a truck, as we were talking about last week. Because <laughs> I just thought, I can't fucking do two playoff games in a playoff and a playoff final if we were to get there. And the thing is, I'm going to miss the playoff games if we get to it, because I'm in Portugal cycling. So I'm going to have to either watch it in a hotel in Portugal if they've got Sky, or I'm going to have to watch it on my iPad. That's and I'm not Carlos. actually going to be there. And, and it's just, like I'm going to ask Carlos. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know where it's on. But it's just going to be shit. Because I hate the playoffs. I hate them with a passion. They are horrible. But thinking about it now, it's not, we're not 90 minutes from when, from Premier League, are we, like we were before. We're 90 minutes from being back in, back in shit league again. It's not, do you know what I mean? I think before it meant it was so huge. I think the occasion got to everybody. It got to all of us stood around beforehand. It got to everyone on the pitch. It certainly got to Barry Bannon. And I think this time, you know, it's not the Premier League. That's that's, that's what I'm going to say to keep myself calm. I'll tell <laughs> now, you what, I, I'm, I'm the same. Go on, Ali. Before Wickham, I was like, this is it. We're going to get promoted in the automatic. It don't matter about the playoffs, forget it. And then I was so disappointed. And then in that first half, against, well, that first, whatever it was against Fleetwood, I was like, oh no, we're not even in playoffs, it's over. And then we scored and I was like, this is it. And now I can't think about it. It's awful. I hate football. Why do we do this? I don't want to do it. Well, don't don't take this the wrong way and everything, but you sit about eight rows in front of me on the cop to the right-hand side. And I'm not going to watch the game now. I'm going to watch you. I'm going to see your reaction. <laughs> Yeah, we actually yeah. could do that because you could literally balance it on the on the sponsor boards and just watch her and her dad just <laughs> sit there drinking special oasis with the well, illegal <laughs> caps on the drinks. Well, we've got a family holiday booked on the day of the playoff final that we obviously, if we get there, we won't be attending. So that's good. It's my dad's 70th day. We'll be going the to the playoffs, final. but uh, Dear everyone Lord. else will be going on that. Dear <laughs> Lord. Booked? Are we booked? I will be all right. I live. I live. No. I live an hour away. We're all right. We're all right. Why? Why would you be booking? You're because I've got a refundable rate, and it, it's two hundred pound more now. I was bored at work. I was bored at work, so I just booked no. it. So Jesus I'll Christ! Blame I'll blame all you. Blame all you if we. Yeah, I'll, I'll see you. I've got space. I've got space on my settee. You can all come down here, lads. <laughs> right. Listen. So it turns out, looking at my notes that we've made tonight, we're getting to the playoffs. We're smashing ports for three 0 Cameron Dawson could stay in the bin. Windass shot miles away. We had a lot. I, I wrote large attendance, and the reason was I was going to go on a big tirade about that Sheffield Wednesday fans are once again turning up in their thousands, and we haven't been rewarded for it. But I feel like I want to leave that in case we get knocked out of the playoffs because that's a big negative rant, and I want to stay on top of this surf of the wave. Go out. I've, I've got some sort of like any other business regarding that sort of thing now. Yeah. Like it was pretty obvious, I think, that Sheffield Wednesday were going to sell quite a few more tickets on the last home game. I think they always do, don't they? Not just yeah, it's a big the playoffs. Today, it's, it's always yeah. yeah, it's good. So why don't the club do something? Why don't they like? And I think the people have said on Twitter and things about reducing the the shirts to half price or twenty five quid, um, putting some stuff on for the kids in the mega store because it's going to be decent ish weather. Not. Well, I think. Fan zone. Get fan fan zone. Get face painting at red and uh, red and white. I just said done you down there. Blue and white. Um face paint or something. And just because the reason it Ash is because they don't need to. It's, Everyone's going anyway. So why spend money? 
They don't give a shit. It's the most well, Yorkshire fucking club, isn't it? We've t- we've turned well, Chelsea have, into Yorkshire people already. going for the first time, or oh, yeah. the thing, and they're going to kids or whoever going to say, "Oh, it's good." This, oh, can I go to it again? And you've got an extra, what is it, ten thousand, maybe twenty-two mm-hmm. average with something like that. another ten thousand. Obviously, Portsmouth fans they're bringing three and a half. Good, fair, fair fucks to them. It's a long old way. Half kick to yeah. kick off, yeah. yeah. Um, and that's a bit my, my gripe for probably the day. I love it that we're selling out. We're going to get. Everyone's coming out of the woodwork. I don't care if you're coming out of the woodwork and come in and make a good atmosphere, but I take Holly's point that obviously if we're not winning 2-0 by 10 minutes gone, it's going to be a bit sour. But what uh, they should be capturing the, the next generation of Sheffield Wednesday fans for me. And I'm an old man, and like you say, I'm, I'm moaning about it. It's something that doesn't really affect me, but I think it, it would have been a good that's, idea. To that's your something. white middle-aged white man privilege to moan about <laughs> things that don't affect you. That's oh, what yeah, it is. No, that's why we're but, here. But it does. It doesn't affect me, but it 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 does affect me in the long term type thing because it's it's the future that they're trying to. I trying to grab be a old farmer off. that's going to watch, couldn't you? That's the thing. That's but nice I think twenty five quid for a shirt. They they're out of date anyway. After hopefully in about three weeks. So um, if they did that, not? the club shop won't cope, would it? No, no, no. You can't even go and get a ticket on a Tuesday afternoon. Like it, yeah, it would no, just be yeah. hell on earth. Well, honestly. They, they don't guaranteed. need to spend money because why would they? They don't. They, why? This is a club, Ash, that when we were in the Premier League used to make somebody spin round looking up at a broom and then try and kick a ball in a bin at half time. That so, was the Premiership then, then wasn't it? It's Stop yeah. saying Premiership. <laughs> God's um, sake, Alex what, Simon. It's not been Premiership for 20 years. Stop what, saying what, Premiership. What's going to upset you more, Ash, is the fact that they'll run out of beer and they'll run out of pies yep. because nobody would have gone, oh, there's an extra 10,000 people coming because <laughs> they run out of pies and there's 22,000 people. Mate, there. I, sit on, I sit on a cop. It, they've run out before I get there and I get there early. So, oh. so they'll have oh, the same number of staff on that they had against Crew on yeah. Tuesday night last no week. No pints poured. No pints. And 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 not allowed, so, allowed to. So, not allowed so, to. Yeah. Not allowed to. Mm, that's what we get told on the cop. Not allowed to. So what's the fucking point of having those bottom filling ones? Oh, they don't have them anymore, on Noel. They've gone. Yeah, they're still in cop. They're the only good thing about it because they've got the Wednesday on. That's the only good thing. Uh, I, I tell you, I, I had the same. They do pre-pour pints on the north, but. Not really? very often. Sometimes I, they'll do two. I had um, the same gripe at Wembley. Uh, the Spurs Stadium, actually. I was at the Spurs Stadium and they were um, and they had those bottom-filling pints up and there must have been 400 people at this one stall. And all anybody ever talks about is that Spurs Stadium. It's all they've got loads of places where they could buy beer. There's loads of them. And it's like 400 all stood at this, you know, all thinking that they're all going to get a beer. And they were making them to order. It's like, well, what's the fucking point? You know what I mean? You've got all these, all this, all this equipment to, to get yourself ready to, for all these times, this, this one moment of the day, there's two times you're going to get slammed. Just pour the fucking pints. And then we, we got a video surprised. the other day of somebody scooping it out the bloody drip tray at the yeah. same stadium <laughs> I was at. I want the shit in Christ. I want Plus to be surprised. I want Asher's dream to come true. I want it to be Owls in the Park on Saturday. But they're going to get bloody Chris Turner to draw half-time draw, aren't they? That's what level... We're going to be aiming at you. Probably Levels. get David Hurst. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm going to oh, leave it there. What shithousing shit that would be. That would be top shithousing. I'd uh, really enjoy I that. Can I just quickly mention um, the Sheffield Wednesday Armed Forces Supporters Society, say that if you will, um, are doing a collection for S6 Food Bank on Saturday around the ground at different points. So please take your tins and your non-perishable food items and donate them. 
Do you know where they yeah, are? Where, get where like your bag before ground? you throw them at the team. That's what it is, isn't it? <laughs> no bottle tops. Uh, I believe they're going to be <laughs> on the South Stand Bridge and I think in the club shop car park, but there'll be a few places dotted about, I think. Um, there we are, folks. So great moment to end on. It's a, it's a great cause and they've been uh, well done for doing a raffle as well to those guys for uh, auctioning off some bits and raising some money for a great charitable cause. Don't get me started on why we have food banks in the first place, oh. those goddamn Tory <laughs> bastards. But let's 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 move on somewhere else. In fact, you lot all live in bloody Yorkshire and you voted in the bloody Tories. What's the matter with you? 114 years of labour gone. My granddad will be turning his bloody grave. But anyway, that's another day on the... Um, on the politics book. <laughs> I've lost it. I've lost it. On the right, Westminster listen. Week. On Westminster <laughs> Week. Thanks a lot for joining us. See you later. The Wednesday Week is sponsored by Michael Constantine Wealth Management. We bet you can't find a financial advisor closer to Hillsborough Stadium. It's the 90th minute. You've got all your mates round. You've got your McNugget share boxes coming down the left wing ready to go. Your mate's already been booked for double dipping and you steal the last nugget. Snatching all three points, back of the net. Lubosh. Automate delivery now on the McDonald's app. You in? At participating restaurants, 18 plus, serving times, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com for more information. See you later. This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans.